0: Hello, my name is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world. In this episode, I want to address a human angle topic. And I have titled this one, How to Resolve Offences. How to Resolve Offences. You will agree with me that it is almost impossible to avoid misunderstandings, differences, offenses in our human relationship, whether it is between husbands and wives, between parents and children, among siblings, or between employees and employers, or among colleagues in the same office, or partners in business, or even amongst between governments and the governed. There must always be one thing or the other that will cause one of us to be offended in the other. Scripture, I have read never tells us that we can avoid offenses. In fact, one of the statements of Jesus in Matthew chapter 18, verse verse 7 says that offenses must come. It reads, it says, Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses must come. So Jesus is giving us a warning ahead of time that offenses must come. But when they do come, are we to stay offended? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7 says, Be angry, but do not sin. So, the scripture is even giving us permission to be angry, but as long as you do not sin with your anger. So, the focus of this episode is on how to not sin when we are offended with one another because people will always offend us. Now, there are many psychological approaches on how to overcome offenses. You can google those things up and read up arm yourself with tools train your mind build yourself up the length and breadth of it is on our attitude how do you perceive how do you receive the actions of others and how do you react to them those are the length and breadth of what psychology will tell us but i am relying on scripture in this episode to give us three approach on how to resolve offenses so that in our getting offended, we will not sin against God or against ourselves. In Luke chapter 17, verse 1, we see one of the impossible statements of Jesus. He said, Then he said to his disciples, It is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do come. It is possible that the word translated offenses in this text may mean more than just I offending you or I stepping on your toes. That is given. However, the truth is that offenses are what they are. Anything that makes you unhappy, anything that makes you less happy is an offense. And Jesus is saying it is impossible that they will not come. We see the man who is specialized in making impossibility possible. If it were possible or if he desire so, he would have removed anything that would make us offended. But he is saying that they must come. In fact, it is impossible not to see any. So he is preparing our minds in advance to say that expect it because it shall come. Then the formula, how do we overcome them when they do come? The first formula is taken from Mark chapter 11 verse 25 and 26 it says and whenever you stand praying if you have anything against anyone forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses but if you do not forgive neither will your heavenly father forgive your or your father in heaven forgive your trespasses that is the first formula. It is as simple as that. And Jesus said, whenever you stand praying, the reason why he had to tie prayer to forgiveness is because as a Christian, prayer is your constant communication with heaven. There is no designated time for prayer. It is not, we're not living in the time of old where they pray five times a day. So you have to carry the offense until when it's about time to go and pray, you now repent or you now forgive. No, as a Christian in this dispensation, you are in constant communication with God. So our prayer life is ongoing. It is continuous and ongoing. It is not five times a day, it is every minute, every second of the day and if you want God to hear you, the scripture is saying, forgive, let go. What does it mean to forgive? It's to let go. Even when the person has not come to say sorry, you are to let go. I was speaking with my wife some time ago and I shared with her, one of the ways to deal with issues, with offenses is. When somebody offends you, as we are going to see on, is to quickly address it. Now there are sometimes there's what we call delayed reaction or delayed response. Somebody may say something to you and you didn't quickly collect or notice that that was a slight on your person. Maybe after the day you now you are re- ruminating, you are reflecting on the day's activity, and then you recall and say, oh this thing this person said or this thing this person did is actually a slight on my person what you can do there and then is two things or either of two things you quickly call that person either the person is with you or even distance thank god for mobile communication nowadays you can quickly call the person and say i i realized that this thing you did or said was a slight on my person i am not happy with that you state your position without being vulgar or raising your voice or anything call the person this is what you did i am not happy about it and give the person the opportunity to respond or the other thing you can do is to let it go if you do not wish to pursue a thing let it go so the first formula we are talking about here according to scripture is forgiveness so once something is done to you and you realize that this thing is an offense it's a slight it makes me unhappy the first thing to do immediately is to let it go why because your communication with heaven depends on your letting go. If you don't forgive, God will not forgive you. And if God doesn't forgive you, your prayers will not be heard in heaven. And if you are a Christian like me, you know that you depend on God for everything. You depend on God for salvation, for safety, for provision. And if God does not hear you, how would you survive this earth? One of my pastors will always say that prayer is a necessity for survival. And if that is the truth, How then will you survive on this earth if God does not hear you for a second? So that is as important. That is how important forgiveness is. So you need to let go so that your mind or your heart will be free to continue to communicate with God at every time of the day. The second formula is what we are going to look at now. The second approach is taken from Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 and 24. It reads, Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there, remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gifts. Again, Jesus is tying reconciliation between one another, human beings, to our relationship with God. The first time he talked about prayer, now he's talking about offering gifts. And offering gate, even though he mentioned offering on the altar, it should, it is, or you should note that it is a figurative or a metaphorical statement. The altar here also connotes the heart of man. Our heart is our altar. And at all times, we are always offering sacrifices to God. Sacrifices may include the fruit of our leaf, which is our praise, even our own life. Our life as a living sacrifice is a sacrifice unto God. So, we are constantly rededicating our lives to God by our fellowship, our relationship with God. So, Jesus is saying if you come to that your altar, the physical or spiritual altar, which is your heart, to offer yourself as a living sacrifice to God, and you remember that somebody you have offended has something against you, what does it say? Don't wait for that person to call you, quickly go and resolve it so this formula is for those who are the offenders remember in the scripture we read luke 17:1, jesus said woe to the person who brings the offense even though it is impossible to avoid offense woe to the person who brings it so if you are the person who causes another one to be offended you are the offender in this case what is scripture requiring of you quickly go and mend fences don't carry on and say if he's offended let him come to me I didn't know my my actions. Or if you perceive that somebody is upset against your action or your words, or just go back quickly, mend fences. Because your offering, your sacrifice to God depends on it. For God to accept you as a person, even before your substance, you need to first be reconciled to your fellow man. Jesus or scripture teaches us that we cannot claim to love God whom we do not see and yet hate our brothers whom we see. How do we manifest such hatred? It is by knowingly offending somebody or perceiving that somebody is offended and then you carry on as if it doesn't matter. Brethren, that is not a Christian lifestyle. Jesus is teaching us here, before God can accept your offering, can accept you, you must first be reconciled to your brethren. So again, after forgiving, which is one of the formula, if you are the one who is the offender, you are the one who brought the offense, scripture is requiring you to take the step to go and reconcile. Go and apologize and say, I don't know if what I said offended you, but I am sorry. Again, if you review your day and you find out that Whilst you people were in a group discussion, you said something and somebody in that group took off or just switched off. It may be linked to what you said or did. Call that person and say, I don't know if it was what I said or what I did that got you upset that you didn't contribute anymore to the group discussion. If that is the case, I am sorry. And then the person, hopefully, will open up. Remember scripture did not say that it relies on the other person. It says as much as it lies within you Live peaceably with all men. So you do your part and hope that the other person will do his if they don't your heart is clear before God The third approach which is the final one We are going to be looking at is taken from Matthew chapter 18 verse 15 to 17 and Jesus here saying moreover if your brother sins against you in the one we looked at the second one you are the person who is offending but now you are the offended party jesus is saying if your brother or your brother sins against you offends you wrongs you what does it say it said go and tell him tell him his faults you and him alone if he hears you you have gained your brother so again Even when you are the person who is offended, the Lord is saying, go and tell him. Like I shared with us earlier, if you realize that somebody said something that offended you, quickly call the person. Don't let it linger. Don't prolong issues. If we apply this three approach, we will live a more healthier life. The scripture went on to say, if your brother does not hear, You can then take another person, two or three more, to go and meet with him. Let's read on verse 16. It says, But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Verse 17, And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a hidden and a tax collector. You see the effort that Jesus requires of us to go to be reconciled with an offending party. So you are the person who is offended. You are the one who has the right to stay away. But the Lord is saying, that is not how I want you to live. Take the step. Go to him. Brother, sister, this is what you did. I am not happy with what you said or what you did. How do you you react? and let the person react. In some cases, the person will say, oh, I'm not aware that it offended you, I'm sorry. In some other cases, the person will say, to hell with you, I don't care how you feel. What does scripture require? It didn't say, okay, keep malice with him, no, it says go the extra mile. Take two other persons, go and talk to him, let those people become a mediator, please don't take people who will go and support you. Let those people be unbiased, those people be people who love truth, who love peacemaking take them with you most probably elders see what this brother has done i have even spoken to him he doesn't want to listen and the people will try to make peace within the two of you if he doesn't listen again jesus didn't say okay keep malice with him he also said escalate it further to the authority of the christian community and let them mediate in the issue it is only after you have made all these efforts And the person is saying, if you want to kill yourself, go and die. And then you can then, according to scripture, treat him like somebody who is a stranger to you. He's no longer a brother. According, But before we go all this mile, I'm sure the person would have been gained. So what we are saying in essence from these three approaches that we have discussed is the fact that once you are offended, the first thing to do is to forgive. And after you are forgiven, whether you are the one who is offended Or the one who is the offender you must take the step if you want to live as christ desires us to live take the step go and be reconciled don't let our emotions get the best of us don't let pride get the best of us. the reasons why people do not reconcile most times are as is because of pride sometimes we we are too proud to 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 succumb or to let go of things another reason may be through fear are just so afraid we don't know how people will react and what people will say it is not necessary so i know this is difficult it is it is it goes against our very human nature but that is why we need the grace of the spirit of god remember as a christian you are not a nobody you are not just anybody you are a living a a, a spirit, you are a, 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 a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and you must to every extent manifest the culture of the kingdom you represent. So we must be above board. We must live a different kind of life. We can't do it by our own strengths. We need the Holy Spirit to come into us to help us to achieve this goal. So in summary, what we are saying is that the general rule in dealing with offense is to forgive and let it go. But if you choose to talk about it, any of the two rules applies. Whether you are the offended party or you are the offender, you should be the one approaching. As long as you want to do the will of God, approach and make peace with your brother, your sister, whoever it is. A statement that I want to leave with us here says, When anger is up, reasoning is down. So let us not be ruled by anger. Let us not allow offense to rule our world. A lot of people are walking about with so much bitterness. They are just keeping malice with almost everybody. We should not live like this. That is not a good way to live. God will help us to achieve this very important aspect of our human relationship. My name is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world.